All right. Hello, everybody live on the OIMOP. No, this is the live call. Hello, everybody else listening on the OIMOP replay. So we're going to talk about SEO just for a couple of minutes, specifically the May algorithm update, which is next month at the time of this recording. And I will also talk about one or two things that have changed in the landscape of SEO. But before we do that, a little bit of housekeeping. May 6th. May the 6th be with you. That didn't make any sense, but I had whiskey an hour ago, and so Star Wars is on the brain. May 6th is the email list building workshop uh, in Online Impact. I'm actually, I might, this actually be the one I'm most excited about. Uh, Lisa Peterson, a friend of mine, who is a um, podcaster, creator, author, uh, business coach, as well as other things. Apparently, list building is like her jam. That's like what she can talk on with authority. Um, her email list is uh, massive, to say the least. And she's got to come and walk through us uh, or walk us through some list building strategies, which I have not focused on in years. And so I'm excited to hear what she has to say. So that would be May 6. I did send an email about it with a calendar. Uh, uh, add this to your calendar sort of link. You go check that out there. May 6, list building workshop. I'm excited. Um, all right. No other news outside that for now. Let me just jump right into some content here. So apparently last May 2020, Google announced a big algorithm update. Their words, not mine, for May 2021. And spoiler alert, I I'd never even heard of this update until this week. Shows you how in the loop I am. But as it turns out, there's a reason that is, and that is, most of us don't actually have to do much for this. Some people are freaking out as normal as they do with every Google change. And people talking about it, I've read blog posts, yada, yada. There's maybe some room for concern depending on what your site is about. But in general, my takeaway number one is that there's nothing new here, really, for 99% of us. So the 30-second the version of what the algorithm uh, update is going to do is introduce a few new ranking factors, mostly to do with quote unquote page experience. What they mean by that is basically just page speed and we can get nitty gritty and talk about fancy stuff, but I don't think anybody cares page speed and user experience such as ads and pop-ups. We'll come back to that. That's it. They're introducing that officially as a ranking factor. And I'm going to read the words of Google themselves the, this, uh, the page experience update introduces a new signal that our search algorithms will use alongside hundreds of other signals. So this is one little bitty change. It's not going to affect that many people, period. All right. The only other point I have, I actually two things, um, some action items, which we'll end with. And then for those of us who have ads or pop-ups, the only thing I'll say is, User best judgment, really? Like, is this actually a bad user experience? I know some people in Online Impact, and they they admit it. They're not on this call, actually, but um, who have lots of ads. Not just a little bit of ads, but their site is littered with ads. You might need to contact your ad provider. That's actually my number one action item. If you have ads on your site, you need to go look at their blog and see if they've released updates or ask them what they're doing for this change. 
only again, only if you have like super media vine ads or you have Ezoic, like littering your site. Um, nothing wrong with that per se, but it is bad user experience. And those are the sites Google is claiming to hit. Now, again, this is a small deal. Just my opinion. It's a small deal. Everybody I have uh, spoken to about this, and I actually have a quote from Brendan Hufford. I voxed him about it the other day. It's a small deal for 99% of us. Nothing to really worry about. But if you have a lot of ads, go to your ad provider. Okay, action items for this Google update and just in general are nothing new. There's nothing new, especially if you don't have ads. Number one, make sure you have the low-hanging fruit for page speed. Oh, wait, wouldn't it be nice? If there was like a super straightforward and simple course that anybody listening to my voice has access to. Oh, wait, you do. It's called Speedy Sites. It'll take you 20 minutes to go through and it will show you the big three fruits, the low hanging fruits of the page speed, page speed tree. I'm giving bonus points so everyone can count my metaphors in this podcast episode tonight. The big three low-hanging fruits are optimize your images, short pixel or something like that. Make sure you are using a caching plugin, cache like WP Rocket or auto-optimize or whatever that is. Uh, and use a CDN, Cloudflare. Cloudflare, excuse me. Cloudflare is fine. Again, go check out the course in Online Impact, courses.duemblog.com, Speedy Sites. It's there. It's super short. I literally recorded it in the hotel room at FinCon two years ago. Like I was just like, oh, this needs to be a course. Boom. And it's perfect. It walks you through those three things. You're fine. Other than that, um, check to make sure your site's mobile friendly. This is the same advice we were all giving five years ago. Google does have a tool for that. It's Google mobile friendliness. Just pop that into the Googles and it'll pop up. You put in your site, check to make sure it's mobile friendly. Done and done. You should be fine. Make sure you have an SSL certificate. Again, that's advice from five years ago. Everybody mostly has that these days anyways. Not really that big a deal. Make sure your site is speedy, um, mobile-friendly, SSL. And if you have ads on your site, check with your ad provider just to see what they're doing. I know Rich and Online Impact, he mentioned he was able to set his ads up to lazy load or deferred loading, meaning there are ads on the page that don't actually load for the end user until they scroll down the page to it, right? Um, you can do that with images too. It's called lazy load. And he's doing that with his ads. So that's one solution. Some ad providers might be scaling back or I don't know. You need to check with your ad provider. And that's it. That's it. The only other thing I really want to say about SEO, I was watching a video from uh, Jim over at Income School. One of the four or five people that I, I generally go to for SEO news and updates and whatnot. And something that he said, he said a lot of things in this particular YouTube video I was watching, but nothing was really new except for one. And that is his words, not mine. No one's reading long blog posts anymore. No one's reading long blog posts anymore. I personally agree with this. Less and less people are reading long blog posts anymore and given featured snippets and how, you know, this has been on the rise for years now, but more and more featured snippets are actually providing answers and solutions to people who are searching in Google. I think all of us are starting to expect answers 
much faster. So when we Google something and we click on a result, we're looking for that answer as soon as humanly possible. And so Jim said this, this again, this is his advice. I just happen to agree with it wholeheartedly. If you do write for SEO, make sure the first 10 to 20% of your blog post has answers right there and has solutions right there and is the best experience on the entire page, which means intros are even more important. Making sure you have good research or data or a quote or a graphic or clear language that says, here is the answer to your problem. And the top half of the page, the top 20% of the page, more important than ever. And it's not huge news to anybody, I think, who creates content for SEO, but uh, that just stuck with me a little bit. No one's reading long blog posts anymore. I happen to agree with that for the most part. We don't, we don't really look to blog posts whenever we want to learn something deep. Like uh, his example is starting a pilot's license. Never in a million years would I read a 3,000 word article on this. Never in a million years. Of course, I'm not a reader, but more and more people are on YouTube. YouTube's seen its huge growth over the past year. And feature snippets are more popular than ever for Google. Which can answer people's questions sooner. Even if it's a long post, uh, answer questions sooner. There's my SEO two cents, tidbits. People should go watch his channel for more, actually. He actually gives uh, some good examples of stuff his team did over the past several months to kind of test this and turn that into practical stuff. You can go check out Income School on YouTube. They're great. Uh, All right. I'll shut up now. And thank you for listening to the replay. Those who did, May 6th, may the 6th be with you. Email this building workshop uh, with my friend Lisa Peterson. It's going to be a lot of fun. So come check that out. And that's all I got. I'll see everybody in Slack. Thank you for listening and have a good night. Nope. I can't find the record button to stop. I know it's here somewhere.